Hello and welcome back again to Digital Strategy Unlocked, our show where we help CCOs, CIOs, CDOs and other business leaders take a step back, consider the broader perspective and think and rethink how digital can and is transforming their businesses. I'm your host Deepak Sharma and today I have with me a very special guest, someone that I've worked with for a long time and we both consider ourselves to be digital natives because while we worked for years we've actually not met in person and we hope to fix that this week at some point but we'll see please welcome meenu agarwal who's currently global vice president at workday and i'll let her make the introductions herself of her stellar career starting from sales into services and then for the last several years in customer success herself which will be the deep topic that we'll be exploring with digital today meenu welcome to the show could you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners Thank you Deepak and first I'd say delighted to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity and I'm Meenu Agarwal and I like to say I've spent a big part of my life in sales but you know what customer success being such a young industry I have actually spent a large significant part of the last few years in customer success so definitely feel like I've seen the seen us come to a to an improvement and better point in life as we mature the customer success industry i'm currently at workday and just a little bit about workday who we are workday provides unified finance human resources and student faculty life cycle management cloud applications designed for the way people work in today's organizations right and one of the things we take a lot of pride in as a company is we are rooted in customers and service and customer service is in fact one of our company core values And today what I'm going to share is really my personal views on customer success. I've been in the industry and uh, been working with different companies of you know large, medium and small and through my experiences and learnings I've created a point of view and that's what hopefully you'll be talking a lot about digital today and looking forward to it. Thanks again Deepak for having me. No thanks for the intro Minu and welcome once again. So let's get started into it and I think as you rightly pointed out customer success is still a budding discipline started in the software as a service world and has grown out of there and now applying to solution companies and even to service companies which are kind of I would say putting their toe in the water in it at this point from your vantage point Meenu my first question would be how do you think about kind of establishing and enabling a customer success program at scale right you know what are the motions that come into play when you do that yeah such a great starting point right because scale is something we all in customer success think about constantly right but i think going back to the basics or what i would call key tenets starting with you know it is about simplicity and ease of use right But I think there's the important thing to remember is there is no one size or approach that fits every organization or every function. A lot of it is to do with business maturity, right? The organization design, that's a very important element to it, as is product maturity. Where is the product today? Is it, you know, very much in its in its infancy? Uh, is the product market fit achieved is it growth phase what phase of the journey is the business in and the product in because both customer capability and maturity are critical to creating and building ways of working within customer success 
right? So that's the first thing I would say. The next thing I think important for us is I always go back to this, you know, what I call the blueprint, customer success blueprint, uh, starts with a philosophy, right? Because customer success truly is everybody's job in a company. We do have a function in an organization called customer success, but the philosophy and approach extends across the organization typically. And then we have to make sure that, you know, the talent engine, the pool and the population of talent available to us to service customers is ready, capable and enabled. Very important part of the blueprint, right? The right people to service our customers. But then the go-to-market, the unified go-to-market is fundamental. Cross-functionally across the organization, accountability of you know, net new customers versus existing customers, upsell, cross-sell, renewals, focus on adoption, focus on customer health, who drives what within the go-to-market is fundamental to a mature customer success scaled approach. And then, you know, the modality of whether this is serviced digitally or served through people, I think that's important. So where that leads us to very much is you know, many of us are thinking also about fee-based and free offerings. So what can we monetize, right? Services-wise, can we monetize it? And the last thing I would say, which is to me, the lifeblood of any customer success organization is advanced analytics and operations. So thinking of all of these elements, the blueprint, understanding customers, that's where it starts with. Segmentation is important. Meeting customers in the moment, Focusing on experience is super critical. And then clear roles and responsibilities with the right skill sets and the tools and analytics to support it, I would say would become the critical key tenets of any scale program that we think about. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there, Minu, but all well said. I, I think I really like the fact about understanding both the business and the product or portfolio maturity in order to decide what's the model where you start. I also love the fact that, you know, it's a philosophy, even though it's a function. And that's a nuance that I think has to be managed very carefully as you go down the journey. But where I'd, I'd like to kind of go next is kind of the point you were ending on, which is the analytics and the, the data that you were talking about. A lot of that, irrespective of the digital or physical motion, comes from, from digital. So how do you see digital and what role can digital be playing in customer success over the next three to five years as the discipline continues to evolve? Yeah, definitely. Such a, such a massive point for us, right? All of us practitioners and as leaders, as we think about the power of digital, right? And the great thing there is, Deepak, you and I have had so many conversations on this. It feels like we've, we've talked about Digital is not just, it's a modality, it's a way of working, but it benefits all customers, right? I think that's the best part about it. It's not about, are you thinking long tail? Are you thinking our enterprise customers? Which customers? Everybody benefits. And that to me, it's almost therefore a foundational element to our approaches. And when we say digital, right, what do we mean? When we say proactive, what do we mean? It's almost like we have to think about the detailed pieces of it. And to me, digital is almost like this omni uh, presence where when we are not physically talking or interacting with our customers, customers can actually self-service, that's digital. But then 
even finding across the customer journey ways and moments to interact with customers through digital capabilities, but keeping it still, you know, human centric to me, because at the end of the day, we are all, we want to work and understand each other as human beings. And I think that's the power we have, but ultimately we want to help our customers get to outcomes, right? Weaving all that we know about our customers, giving them the right nuggets and actionable insights throughout the customer journey. That's one part of it. And then the other part of it is how can customers then proactively also reach out, either self-service or identify ways that you know can help them be successful in the moment when they need help. It's about helping customers when they need help, where they need help, how they want to be serviced. That's like digital, bringing it all together, right? All parts of that, I would say. And, you know, I'm curious, I know you, you've been looking at digital a lot too. Any other things you're hearing about would be interesting as well. Definitely. I'll build on a little of it. I mean, as you were talking, you know, the self-service resonated very highly with me. That's cut across industries now. Even in the like B2C client space that Photon has, the ability to self-serve and how do you enable that through digital is coming up at a velocity that you wouldn't believe, right? It's becoming like, it's gone from a nice to have to I must have to a table stake, kind of where it's moving. And it also aligns with the thing you said, which is meeting customers in the moment. So taking that, I think there are two or three things that I would love to unpack a little bit in what you just said. Maybe beginning with the first, when you think about reactive to proactive and digital kind of enabling those insights and enabling or accelerating that, what kind of segmentation models, dynamism do you see coming into play there from your from your lens? Yeah, yeah, no, and you know, as you said, table stakes, right? This definitely is table stakes, right? How do you understand your customers? And then where can you apply, you know, what we call dynamic approaches to meeting our customers in the moment? So when we think about, you know, and segmentation can be needs-based, market-based, right? Willingness to pay, there's several ways we look at it, but Customer experience is the one that's the driving force ultimately, right? With or without tech, with people, without people, that type of thing is, is how we, how we approach it. But I'll use an example here. When we think of meeting our customers in the moment, imagine a world, right? It, it's customers are calling technical support, for example, and they have a problem. They run into an issue. They're calling technical support. Do we know which customers are calling tech support more often than not? Right. That could be a moment for us to understand whether is there self-sufficiency that needs to be, that could be an opportunity at the customer's end, for example, or is there an opportunity to introduce some more skill sets, like even partners at the customer? Could we help our customers be more self-sufficient if there's a lot of, you know, questions to tech support about how do I do this or how do I do that? Could we use that moment to even send them towards user groups, perhaps, where they can meet like-minded customers and have conversations with them and expand their network? I think those are the types of things we are always thinking about. Where can we help our customers get more richer experiences, either directly through knowledge base, through articles, through skills enablement, through talking to other customers of in the similar you know, industry or similar space? I think those are ways that we always think about for dynamic right? It's how dynamic happens under, but it's really rooted in, do we know what our customers are feeling, doing, acting on, 
or not acting on. And there are little, I call them, you know, it's almost like we have a way of understanding where our customers are in their journey, right? Do we know what help they are looking for at that moment in their journey? And that's a very powerful moment that we don't want to use, right? It's a table stake almost, going back to your words. Yeah, absolutely. And then do you think this is where, you know, there's the ideas floated around like a digital customer success manager in the middle somewhere around that meeting customer in the moment? What are your thoughts on that? Do you see that kind of coming up? And I'll give you one thing from my lens is in the consumer world where consumer companies are trying to drive personalization at scale where they are heading towards customer success is thinking more in terms of digital CS at scale, you know, and, and they're in the early phases of their journey. Whereas the high tech companies and the B2B companies, I think have moved much further along in customer success is, is our take. Yeah, no, I think that's fantastic. And, you know, previously also touched on the B2B, the B2C, I think definitely the lines are blurring, right? And it's all got to do with how we as human beings expect service, right? So I think it's a lot of that we're bringing into our workplaces as well. But but going back to, you know, the digital CSM, it's almost the holy grail, like they're thinking about, is there a way we can actually create this model where it's a digital CSM that can be servicing and really throwing in the power of technology behind them? to be able to help customers, you know, all the time, like an omnipresent CSM, I would say, right? It's almost an uber concept and still very conceptual because it is, you know, technology can play a very big role here. But at the same time, we keep that human element in. How do we bring that digital CSM to life? There's a lot more work we can do, but I think all of the things we are using today through dynamic through our, you know, through the signals that we are getting, journey listening, I think that's a critical part of what we are doing is listening through our, through the journey. And there are these signals we are getting from our customers. You know, I've seen this done many different ways at all the companies I've been at and, you know, learned through experimentation quite a bit. But it is about those signals and then making sure that the digital CSM is there to act on it and either service those directly back into their customer's environment. It could even be product-led, right? A lot of products these days are helping customers within product, right? That's also customer success within the product. I mean, what could be better than that? Using the product and then finding what you need right there in the product. That's maturity. I think that's another layer or level of, you know, enhancing customer success for our customers. I feel that, you know, we, all of us in this space can do more of. Yeah, and I think designing customer success into your product from the word go or the first day, I think that's a whole different topic. You and I could spend like a whole day talking about that. We've had discussions on that in the past. And I think any new company starting with a new product, particularly startups, should definitely follow that because I think they have no no legacy to deal with, right? They, They don't have an existing product portfolio. So you can start designing it from scratch. But one thing on digital CS, I did want to get your perspectives on is there is a lot of, some people find it provocative, some people believe or don't believe, but the idea that can digital white glove ever be the same level of engagement as the high touch human led approach. And I know you talked about, we'll do digital 
but we cannot forget the human connection, which I completely agree with. How does digital white glove in your framework fit into that? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm thinking about, you know, digital white glove and I really, you know, the, the, I would say it's almost the higher high bar that we can set. If digital white glove is equivalent to the high touch motion, if we can get there, I don't think many of us are there yet, but I think that's the high bar we're aspiring for constantly to make sure that, you know, this becomes, this all comes together as one. It shouldn't be like two separated motion. The modality can change. It can be through people. It can be very personalized, but it's the digital CS motion and it can be delivered through a person. But does do our customers really know who they're talking to? Right. Is it a system or is it a person? And, you know, not to be too cheeky, but it's it's a great experiment. Right. I'm always a big believer in innovation and experimentation. And these are some of the experiments we want to run to make sure that we can really, you know, elevate customer success to new heights. This is going to be a new height when we can achieve that. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Maybe changing gears a little bit for our audience. You know, we've talked a lot about where we can set the bar, how you keep digital and human together. I really love the fact that, you know, customer success is a philosophy, yet it's also a function and a capability. In that, as you define the new ways of working, I think often change or cultural change that is needed tends to get overlooked in a lot of companies. How do you think companies should approach this, particularly for customer success, which is still a very growing discipline? Such a great question and very thoughtful, right? Because we forget a lot of this is change and sometimes very rapid change, right, within organizations. So most of my, I would say, you know, roles I've had over the past, you know, 10 years, change has been a big part of it. Managing change is very important because a change can only be successful if our teams and people are with us, right? And I always say this, there's a way of working and there's a reason for the way of working. If we don't start by seeking to understand first and understanding the why, we may fail miserably anyway. So it starts with understanding why we're doing a certain things a certain way, and then coming up with a point of view on how we can improve that and why we should do it differently and how we can do it differently. But bringing our teams along on that journey, right, is critical. And you and I have done this, right, at some companies in the past where, you know, change management and how we approach change management, identifying champions of change and catalysts for change and getting on this journey together. But in all of those change management approaches and bringing the teams along to the new ways of working is critical to any successful customer success strategy, to execution. It really is foundational, I would say, in fact, to changes that, you know, we, as we move forward in this world and, you know, get higher and higher, raise the bar higher and higher for success in the arena. Absolutely. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think those small steps and at different levels in the organization, how do you bring your C-suite, your CFO, CEO, along with your own group and then the operations that are needed to go along with it? I think it, it requires a multi-pronged approach in some ways. And not to forget the change at customers too. There is the philosophy element, which is, you know, starts from the top. Customer success is a philosophy as everybody's job. How do we make it 
pervasive across, you know, our product, our delivery, our success, our sales, everything. And then starting that change and then implementation and execution of change within customer success through digital or non-digital and other approaches. But then changing even customers' behaviors. If we want to make sure our customers are reaching out to us and we show them how this is better for everybody, I think that's part of the change strategy too, right, Deepak? That is an excellent point, right? It's like you have to educate and train your customers as well in order to get more value from you and bring them along on the journey. I I think that is an excellent point. Right. And the pandemic helped us with the digital part, I think, just automatically. We all became pretty good at self-service and wanting ways digitally. So that accelerated some of the digital transformations that we're all on. But yeah, customer change is also important. So... Maybe, Meenu, changing gears a little bit, I want to make sure we cover some of the things for our listeners in terms of as you think about customer success and the transformation the discipline is going through, still a budding discipline as it grows, and you spend a lot of time in it across multiple organizations. What advice would you have for folks that are starting out or are in early stages of a career in customer success? How should they think about it? What should they think in how to build a career in that space? Anything from your school of hard knocks, Meenu? Yeah, you know, this is an interesting question. I mean, 10 years ago, if you asked me where I would be, customer success would not have been one of the choices, right? So it's an interesting question, I would say. But, you know, I was in sales, loving it, enjoying it. But then I say, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel, the other side. And, you know, when we think about SaaS businesses, Customer success is a function which is super important, critical, and going to even become more strategic for every organization. We see net dollar retention as fundamental to SaaS businesses, and customer success is a big driver of that. So I think what I'm trying to say here is customer success is here to stay, right? So that's great that for people starting out early stages of their career in customer success, I would first say great choice. Well done right? You, you got here. The next thing I would say is, you know, one of the things I, I'm a big believer in experimentation. So listening to customers, it does start with try and listen to customers, understand the feedback customers are giving us, and then do make it actionable, do something with it. Don't just listen to it, take it in, but we have to act on it. And we can act on it in small pockets or small ways to try and improve it before taking it mainstream. So again, going back to my point before on experimentation, I think listening to customers, acting on feedback, and leading with experimentation are great steps towards building your career and learning more about customer success and having an impact because it makes you shine. As you do more and more of this, you're ultimately responding to customers and helping their experience get better. That is customer success, frankly, because when we do that, customers stay with us and customers buy more from us which is exactly what we want the outputs to be from an internal perspective. So I would just keep it simple, talk, think about those two or three things and keep learning, keep, you know, networking. The industry is very interesting at this point. I think customer success is defined kind of interestingly across the industry as well. So learn about what others are doing. Keep your eyes on it. Learn from others. Experiment if it makes sense in your organization and keep building success from there. Wise words, Minu, and the experiment and keep learning resonate 
very high personally with me. Just a quick little nugget here internally about our organization at Photon, where we are actually piloting and rolling out, I would say, kind of an industry-first customer success model for the pure digital services firm because we have no product. Like we are a digital services organization. So we had to kind of rethink from scratch what could a customer success model and motion look like for us. And we are in the throngs of like running a couple of pilots. To, to your point, we are constantly learning and we are experimenting as we go down that path in order to chart it out. So couldn't agree, couldn't agree more on that. Love that. Love that, Deepak. That's amazing. Yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed. It's, it's definitely an exciting journey. For sure. And, and you know, through the other customer success journeys we've been on together, Meenu, these things do take time, right? You have to kind of build the momentum and then kind of start showing the outcomes behind it. So thanks a lot for that. Rounding up today's episode, what I wanted to do in the end was a little bit of a, just a fun question. See, you know, if you can think about the time or go back and decide when was that aha moment for you, right? When you realized that digital has to be embraced with full energy and that it's going to become a key motion going forward. What was that moment and what made you realize that thing around digital? Yeah, that's a deep question. I'm trying to think of the aha moments. One thing I would say when it really became real for me was one of, you know, several of the companies I worked at have been very large companies with big hundreds of thousands of customers as their customer base. And again, all sizes, very large customers versus some very small customers as well. So there was a time when, you know, leading this organization with a large population of customers and it was the long tail was like over 500,000 customers. And that type of long tail, I mean, there's just, it's not an option, right? Because if you really truly want to help all customers experience and digital, it just becomes the motion, right? You lead with that motion. So I would say that was a very important moment for me personally in my journey and my career. And I learned a ton through it. So so definitely I would call on that experience as the moment where, you know, it made me realize, but then the power that now I have, I, I call it like a superpower is understanding that digital can really help us drive all our customer cohorts in faster forward. Any other last thoughts, Minu, before we wrap up today? I think uh, let's keep learning together. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. We'll keep the learning going, digital or otherwise. And until then, everyone have a good day. Thanks for listening. <laughs>